Hi, I'm Jill. In this episode of The Vibe, we're going to listen to a discussion between Dr. Noel Dennis and Femi Waters Ajifase, talking about what it's like to study a business subject. Hello, I'm Femi Waters Ajifase, and I'm Principal Lecturer of Marketing Recruitment here at Teesside University International Business School. We generally get asked lots of questions at open days as to what it's like to study here at the Business School and today we're going to answer some of those that we get asked the most. I have with me to help answer some of those questions um, our Associate Dean in Marketing Recruitment, um, Dr Noel Dennis. Hello Femi. Hi Noel. Nice to see you. Nice to be here today to talk about these questions. It's lovely to have you here. Thanks so much for joining us today, My Noel. Um, is it okay if I just start off with a question that we have from Maddie yeah. at Middlesbrough College regarding the business management degree? Now, Maddie wants to know that if she wanted to start her own business, Noel, does she need a business management degree? Well, a business management degree would certainly help. Um, it really gives you the grounding in all aspects of business. So from how organisations are structured through to some financial accounting, accounting and finance, marketing, human resource management. It's really, really a great course if you're actually unsure what you want to specialise in. Mm -hmm. But it's also a brilliant way, as you say, of nurturing a business idea. And we know that many students do join us and they've got some brilliant business ideas. And the modules in our business management course, there is a strand from the first year right through to the final year, which actually has enterprise and employability built in it. So if you are someone who's really, really passionate about a particular business idea, you can start and nurture that and work with the academic team in the school to develop that idea, but also you can take that a step further and work with uh, Launchpad, um, which is our incubation uh, space within the university, which really supports uh, people to develop their business idea and take it to the next level. So great support uh, for that. A business management degree will help, but also a business management degree affords lots of other opportunities. So you can move into aspects of, you know, uh, working for a, a corporate organisation, a charity, a not-for-profit. All of these things, a business management degree will help you uh, to achieve. And what we find is a lot of people who do a business management mm -hmm. degree, because it's quite broad, they will then complete their degree with us and they might hop onto a postgraduate course and specialise in something like human resource management. Mm -hmm or accounting and finance. Mm -hmm. So in short, the answer to that, Maddie, is yes, it will help, but also it will give you other opportunities if you change your mind whilst you're with us. So it's versatile, Maddie, I think is the key word here. That's a great word. Super, then. excellent. Thanks so much, Noel. We have another question from Jack, and he's actually from Newcastle College okay. um, about our marketing course. Now, Jack has asked specifically, what is the marketing clinic? The marketing clinic, Jack, is something that we're very proud of here in the school and um, Femi, I know you lead that yeah. and do a lot of great work with that. But this is a wonderful way, Jack, of you actually putting your knowledge of marketing into practice and actually developing those employability skills. So you might learn about campaign planning or putting together a strategic marketing plan in say your second year, but in your final year when you're in the marketing clinic, you get to actually develop one and construct one. And not just for the purpose of an assignment, you're actually working with a client as well. Yeah. So we expose you to a wide variety of clients, uh, businesses large and small. And again, yeah. that really, really does help 
sharpen your employability, your understanding of marketing, your application of it, so mm -hmm. when you go out for a job uh, at the end of it, you've got the mm -hmm. practical skills and the knowledge, and it makes you very attractive in the marketplace. Super. Good luck, Jack. Excellent. Um, Noor from Macmillan College um, has a question about our accounting and finance courses. Um, Noor asks that it always, always sounds really boring, right. um, but what do people who work in this area, so what do people that work in accounting and finance actually do? Well, accounting and finance is a very specialist discipline and it, um, it attracts a, you know, a, a People often come to accountant finance courses, have got in their mind at the end of the career of the course, they want to actually pursue a career in accounting and finance. Um, it's very subjective as to whether it's boring or not, because obviously the people who study <laughs> accounting and finance and work in that area, it's not. Um, but there are a variety of careers that you can go into in accounting and finance. You can uh, go and train to be an accountant at the end of it, mm -hmm. go and set up your own practice, for example, or you could go and uh, work for a practice. You can go into things like auditing, you can go into management accounting within organisations. Some people pursue other things outside of accounting and go and work in sort of chief you know, financial management positions yeah. within organisations and eventually mm -hmm. sort of take a, a senior path to maybe being a chief operating officer. It offers mm -hmm. a broad range of uh, career options and it is a really interesting subject. And believe it or not, even if you are a non-accountant, if you're working in a leadership position in an organisation, you've got to have a basic understanding of numbers because mm -hmm. numbers and money drive things within organisations. So me as a marketer, I have to work closely with accountants because I'm asking to spend money all of the time and the accountants are saying, well, what's going to be the return on investment? Mm -hmm. So I, even me, in a, you know, passionate about marketing, not very good with numbers, I have a basic understanding of them because, yeah. you know, you basically have to work out what you're spending and what the, what the ROI is going to be on it. Super. Question from Hannah at Queen Elizabeth Sixth Form College about events management. Now, okay. Um, Hannah's asking what type of skills would she need to work in events management? Events management, Hannah, is a really broad discipline. You actually have to draw on a number of aspects yeah. of business in order to, to sort of successfully organise and create an event. So, obviously, an understanding of events management theory mm -hmm. is important, but you'll be bringing in marketing there, some people management and leadership there, because you can't just organise an event by yourself. You've got to work with teams and engage external and internal stakeholders, so some good communication skills mm -hmm. are there. Numbers as well, understanding of budget and how to stay within a budget. Uh, uh, negotiation, so negotiation of, you know, I'm going to get a DJ for this event, they want to charge £500, my budget's £300. Mm -hmm. How do you creatively negotiate that £200 difference? And also I think it's, it's about having knowledge of events in different contexts. So one week you could be organising an event, a music festival. Yeah. The next week you could be organising a political conference. But also, given the way the world's turned now, we're doing things a lot more virtually. So I think it's having an understanding about how you can make events have impact and work in a virtual context. And that's something that we were looking at within our degree now as well, because that's an important shift that the world has taken. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So a, a, a wide range of skills then. For, I would say a broad range of skills mm -hmm. and a good understanding of the external environment and different sectors. You've got to have an understanding of sport, mm -hmm. music, arts, more generally politics. And anything. again, I suppose some candidates could even specialise in a particular sector if they was 
Absolutely. They had a passion or an interest of, yeah, in a yeah. particular area. And we see that, don't we? We see people, you know, if you look at major sporting teams, they have events and conferencing and, you know, mm -hmm. you're specialising in that particular yeah. space. But still having an awareness of other things is important, in my view. Super. Moving on to a question from Juan at Eagles Cliff School about tourism management. Okay. So Juan asks, um, does she get to travel the world with a tourism degree? Well, you would think so, wouldn't you? you there's certainly that opportunity. But what we've got to remember is that tourism and, and heritage, it's also on our doorstep as well. So within the, you know, the United Kingdom, there's some wonderful tourism spots. So, yeah. yes, Indeed. you know, you will get to do some travelling and, and, uh, around the world. And here in the business school, our international uh, agenda is really important. We are Teesside University International Business School. Mm -hmm. We have partnerships with... Uh, other universities in the likes of Singapore, Czech yeah. Republic, Sri Lanka. So obviously that allows us, Sweden, um, our students to have international experiences. Now mm -hmm. those can be, uh, you know, actually traveling physically to those places, but also virtual learning experiences mm -hmm. with international partners. And I would encourage that um, mm -hmm. if you were to study with us, that you would embrace those international opportunities to develop your cultural capital mm -hmm. around tourism and heritage in other parts of the world. And students also get an opportunity at the end of their second year to either do work placement or study abroad, so that might be, be something else that, absolutely. that they capitalise yeah, on. Absolutely, and we would always encourage people to, to sort of pursue those extra opportunities because again, at the end, what that does is it makes you stand out in a crowded marketplace mm -hmm. um, for, for employment opportunities. Super. And then finally, Dr. Dennis, we have a question from Ollie at Sunderland College about supply chain management. And Ollie says um, he's never actually heard of that degree before right. um, and just wanted to know a little bit more about what it involves. Okay, Ollie. Well, it is, a, it is quite a, a specialist degree and, and we would normally see those sorts of uh, degrees maybe being taken at postgraduate level. But given the landscape that we're in now um, in this region, we are a logistical hub. So in the Tees Valley alone, we've got Amazon who have got a major presence and they're expanding their presence. Mm -hmm. We've got a free port that's on board. We've got PD ports. We've got AV Dawson Logistics. These are all, Ollie, involved in the supply chain management. Movement of goods from manufacturer through to consumer and Tees Valley is a hub for that. We have major uh, brands shipping their goods into the, our local port and moving them around the country from there. The advent of Amazon and their expansion, Teesside International Airport is expanding and that can only have really, really positive impact for um, the, the local economy. Mm -hmm. And driving that means we're going to need new talent. Those, the growth of this agenda means businesses need new talent and so this degree is certainly very topical um, for what's happening in the external world in our region. And, you know, it's great. It's now is a good time to actually come on board, do something like that, and then be able to go and help create and shape this expanding logistical hub in the Tees Valley and beyond. Super. Thank you so much, Noel Dennis. My pleasure. Thank you. And good luck, everybody. Thank you for the questions. And thank you for your time, Femi.